and welcome to the godasageek.com podcast episode 533. My name's Adam Cook and I am joined this week by Lyle Carr. Hello, Lyle. Hello, everybody. We're, we're here. We're ready to podcast. We've got games to talk about. We're going to have loads of games to talk about probably for a long time now, aren't we? we? We are indeed. And there is a Chris with us, though, but it's not Chris Hyde. It's Chris White. Hello, Chris. All right, mate. Hello. Yes. How are you? I'm good, man. Glad to see you. Yeah, it feels like it's 2021 again. It's <laughs> been a while. Ah, it's not been that long, is it? We've been, no, it was a good six, seven months, I would say. <laughs> Since what? Sorry. What we, oh. we last spoke at all. Since it was last on. <laughs> I don't think it was that long ago. I know I'm, I would, it feels like I'm being wound up here. Um, and this podcast. I like think this... It, it, oh, it's, well, it's a while ago. Okay. It's just this podcast anyway, already fraught with danger now, enough because. Because I have a, a, should we just say an upset stomach, and I'm concerned about the length of this podcast. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and with with a view to that, if I do appear to be rushing people along, that's why. Um, but ma- mainly, Chris, like you've played all the games, it seems. So I thought, you know, you tell us where you'd like to start this week, and we'll we'll do that. Yeah, it's been it's been wonderful. Now, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. I think yes. that's a good place to any to start. Why not? Um, and it's uh, it's frustrating that this is how it is now because <laughs> it, it's it's excellent. It's absolutely perfect in terms of open world story design, visuals, mission structures, variety of missions. Like the RPG elements are just fantastic. And this could have been what it is now back in whenever it was. Um, but, 20, but that, 21? Possibly, yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, but Phantom Liberty, we'll talk about that because that's obviously the main well, thing. Also, the because the, um, the, a lot of it, I think, as well as this 2.0 update, I think that is a big deal. It is. And that's why I'm glad I didn't review it because oh god, I it was 2020 remember. by the way. Sorry, it was 2020. 2020. Wow. wow. Um, I can't exactly because it's been so long since I played it. I literally yeah. played it 2020, finished it when it was all bug ridden and it was a bit of a mess. Dipped my toes in for like half an hour when the PS5 update came out or the next gen update came out, and then left it. So jumping back in and starting Phantom Liberty, the expansion with all this new stuff to contend with on top of the new story. It was it wasn't overwhelming, but it was a lot to kind of get my head around because you obviously have to respec your character, different perks um, and all that jazz. So it, it's a lot more straightforward, I think. You get kind of rewarded for everything you do. Into, you know, like there's there's yeah. leveling up, obviously, and there's, there's, there's getting a, um, like a skill point to, to use for one of your different like strength intelligence reflexes blah 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 blah. Yeah. then you get like certain bonuses for just like for the amount of headshots you get or yeah certain techniques you use and how you play your kind of play style is rewarded just by playing and doing the things that you would normally do so that is it's really smart how that's kind of come into play um in terms of phantom liberty so the there's a new kind of skill tree which is they're called relics basically and you can go and find like relic points on the map, and by doing so, you'll get a relic point. And you get so many will unlock certain points. Like it might take three to unlock something, 
might take one to unlock one of them, but it's all clearly labeled and you get to choose like, and there's, they're, they're kind of improved the game quite a bit as well because there's new skills you get to use that you wouldn't have got to see in the old game. But the, um, the story, it's like, I don't know how much you can remember from the story, but I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> so so it was kind of, I mean, yeah. it doesn't like rely on Cyberpunk 2077's story. It is kind of a new story within itself and it revolves around V, the character who you play as, um, gets an offer at the start by this character called whose whose codename is Songbird, and she wants you to help her with something, and she offers you a chance to get a cure for your whatever you know the thing that's taking over your body that's slowly killing you. Um, and then, and this is all in the uh, trailer, so I'm not ruining anything. Mm. There's a big like big accident in the sky where the new United States of America president gets shot out of the sky. Uh, and what kind of goes forth and the story progresses where you have to kind of uncover this political kind of mystery. Um, and it's kind of billed as a bit espionage and it is, there's, there's, there's a, anyone that loves Idris Elba is going to be right at home. Anyone that's not that familiar with his work knows who he is. Um, and it, he's got that kind of calm aggression. Like he could snap at any point and he's very, very kind of subtle actor. Um, and there's times in this where he's just, he plays such a good role. Uh, and it's a shame you never get to see him interact with Keanu Reeves because they're two like icons, um, two of the coolest kind of actors everyone kind of loves. But it's, it's still amazing. And obviously, yeah, Keanu Reeves is back and he's doing some more voice work and Johnny Silverhand's in there. Um, and it, it can be played at any point of the game. So if you like right at the start of Cyberpunk, you can go there from the main menu. Um, if not, you could you um, you'll get a notification from Songbird, and it's the missions are like like so. If you look at your like your mission screen on the menu, it will say Phantom Liberty, Liberty underneath, so you know you've got the right one. But um, it's just it's just a, like the missions as well. They're very different. You, there's no fetch quests or any of that nonsense. Really, it's all very smart, and there's a lot of like there is a lot of like infiltration and. Without ruining too much of the story, you can um, change the way you look. Not in terms of going to a like um, a ripper dock and doing it, but there's something that you kind of get an implant and it t- it turns you into another character. And then you have to use like certain bits of knowledge from their backstory to talk to people and make sure you don't mess up and you have to get it right. So you kind of have to be the character you were taking on. So there's that kind of element to the espionage, but just. Just the gunplay and the the it's just, it's just amazing. Like I, mm. I'm not even reviewing it, and I I started it, and just I kind of got a bit obsessed with it. And like, there's different endings, like the there was in Cyberpunk's main story, um, which are very different, very interesting, and they also lead to different kind of like it can stop dead in its tracks or it can continue. There's all sorts, so it's just a really well put together, just like Heart was you know in blood and wine they were very very well yep. made dlcs you know it wasn't just some arbitrary kind of expansion with more of the same there's a lot more in this than there would be in in any kind of i don't want, I'd say i believe cd project red need redemption or need to be redeemed but i do think it would do a lot to their credibility because it's released and it's bug free I, nothing nothing i didn't experience anything i'm not saying there isn't bugs because there always is but like it was a very smooth experience 
um, from start to finish. So yeah, really good. I do want to sort of just briefly touch on the 2.0 update thing because I, I, I actually haven't played the DLC because although I had a deeper save on PC, I was sort of just, I'd forgotten so much of the game. I know they're actually, they've been out there sort of saying like we recommend if you are coming back after all that time, just start again because it's mm. that different. And it is like you, you sort of, you, you covered all the, the, the main beats there, I guess, so to speak. But like one of the, it just, I, look, I'll say it and I'll be the one that everyone hates for saying it, but having played Starfield recently, which is a new game this year, and playing Cyberpunk, and I know they're very different games, but they are also big sort of first-person, open-world, story-driven, exploration-driven things mm. with shooting in them. This is... It feels... I mean, it, for, for starters, right? What I don't know if this is just a, a new thing for me because it's on PS5 and I hadn't played as much on PS5, but playing this now in, in, in 2023 on PlayStation 5 with all the updates, all the, all the bells and whistles... It's ridiculous. Like it is, it's almost one of those. Because I, when when people say I haven't upgraded or something to like PlayStation Five or Series S or X yet, it's one of the. You know, I almost think this might be one of those games visually wise that you go, well, look at this. You know, I think like Returnal's another one. When when you when you you, know, you yeah, see yeah. Returnal in action, I think Returnal's another one like that. Um, I don't know that there's as many as as people would would you know like to think almost, but like. This, like I say, I'll be the one that people hate for saying it, but when you, because I was kind of playing Starfield and this sort of simultaneously, and I like Starfield, but this like now in the state this is in now is is, uh, it's so so impressive to look at, to oh, yeah. to, to play like it. it I mean, it, the thing is, it's annoying because it it always mm. it like the the main game was great, but it, yes. you just couldn't enjoy it. And that's obviously on them. Yeah, I mean, like well, going well, back that far, I remember the PC version pre-release for review, and I remember like I I had a lot. I actually had a lot worse luck with the bugs than Mick did because we were both playing it. Like I, there was a, they patched it by the time it came out, but pre-release there yeah. was like a bug where not everyone got it. Like Mick didn't, I don't think. But for me, anytime I killed anyone, and I mean anyone at all, their gun would just be floating in the middle of the air. And like that sort of stuff happened, and I, I'm not I'm like, like you. I'm not here to say this is bug free because like there's such big games. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. There's probably something in there like that's, you know, there's bugs. I'm sure there's. I'm thinking, yeah, I, th- I think Nick said he yeah. found some, but like, it didn't affect his enjoyment. It's really weird. Like it's not often this kind of game gets a redemption arc, and. No kind of fair play to them because i think a, a lot of people might have cut and run and the amount of shit they were getting for such a long period of time i'm not saying that would have been okay but i think people wouldn't have blamed them on a human level for going like look here's the witcher 4 you know what i mean like, uh if you remember that, forget about all that here's the witcher 4 and we're gonna be mm-hmm. i wouldn't have blamed them yeah um, no, i, I, I gotta say it feels new it, it does like it's not i i don't think it's the like people are, I have seen people talking like it is like a brand new game. It is still that game. The skills and everything do make a big difference. Like right away, they make a big, big difference in terms of how it just feels more rewarding. Like I would find myself looking at the skill tree in the original game, not knowing what to pick, and not not because it's like oh, there's so much good stuff here. That it's, it's kind of the opposite. It was kind of like this is all just 
it's all bullshit. None of this mm. is of any use to me. Like I can't, I can't choose between this because none of it matters. And and now, as as you as you say, like now those skills all feel kind of important, but yeah, also they've they got do. like. The, like the, the I, I've seen it in, in fact Starfield kind of does this as well where you've got like um, like you say if you get headshots you'll upgrade that ability self will get like oh you know you got a 5% bonus mm. and if you yeah, it's difficult though I don't know if I'd say oh if you just hated it and the, the, you know now's the time because it is fundamentally still Cyberpunk 2077 but at the same time it does feel significantly like, better. The 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 expansion itself, like the Phantom Liberty, like there's a whole new area to, to that is now mm. available to explore. The missions that you've got about, I mean, I, ideally, like I can't remember exactly how long it took me, um, but I would say about twelve hours to do the main story. Okay, and that's with a few few side missions along the way and a bit of exploration. So you could easily get 20 to 25 hours out of it if you wanted, you know, and then you can also, because it's like right next to the original city, mm. which I can't remember what it's called, but it's, Night it's city. literally Night City. There we go. So it's like, it's right there. You can go between it. You can go back to the main game and do main missions. You're not stuck in Dogtown for like the whole time. Mm. Um, and it does, it does cool things that like, certain games don't so you know like you've got your phone and you can bring it up and call people and message people yes i remember so in the in the main game you can form relationships can't you and friendships and all kinds of stuff and i remember um panam messaged me when i was playing like i was doing all the missions in dogtown and she was like i'll ask her how are you how's it going and i was talking to her about what was going on in dogtown she's like i'll be careful and stuff like that so there's like it links back to the original characters from the the main game that aren't in it, but they're still around because it obviously takes place before the end of the. There's like in Cyberpunk, anyone that's played it, you get to a point like with most games where it does the. This is the point of no return. Do you want to continue? So it, it kind of, as long as you're before there, you can play this mission. And it it's just very very smart in what it does, and it's some things that only kind of CD Project Red can do well. Um, but it's a, it's fantastic. Well, let's um let's move on to another game that is also fantastic, um uh, but is a lot well I'll say a lot newer. This is with the DLC; it's brand new. Um, I'm curious actually, Lyle, if you I know you're not like a massive fighting game fan, but Mortal Kombat one of interest. It's tough because I would have said, kind of alongside with you know Street Fighter Six was this year, and that's the comparison everyone's going to be making, right? It feels like because the two big fighting games, uh, it feels like both of these games. I would really like to have the time to play. But mm. to be honest, I don't really see it happening. I mean, fighting games for me definitely aren't like... They're, they're sort of towards the bottom end of the genres that work okay. for me. And I've definitely played through at least a couple of Mortal Kombat like, campaigns. and Because like, I also did like uh, uh, Injustice, the yeah. not Mortal Kombat, but DC. DC. So like, yeah. they're, they're probably like the fighting games where someone like me generally gets the most mileage because they're kind of fairly campaign heavy. But yeah, like I say, maybe not something I will really find time for, unfortunately, but, but, but I wish one, I could. This one actually seems more campaign heavy than ever. Chris, I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, because I was, um, I've was i played through the story and it's, it's about the usual length I think you'd expect. I do think it's quite clever what they've done because 
I was talking to Sean about this because he loves his fighters, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm. I can't afford MK1, so I'm gonna buy Mortal Kombat 11." By the way, this is gonna get really confusing in a few years when Mortal Kombat 2 is out. I reckon this is gonna get really, really too much. Yeah. Um, but he said, oh, "I'm gonna play Mortal Kombat 11." I said, "Well, actually, that's probably the worst one I would say to pick because that's the sequel to 10." Yeah. And while this is the, <laughs> and while Mortal Kombat One is the sequel to Mortal Kombat Eleven, the story is such that Ten and Eleven are like Part One and Part Two. And while this might be Part Three, it's almost also a complete reboot. And they do explain the events of those games in enough sort of brief in brevity that you you can just get on board mm. with it. Um, and I think that's quite clever because I think people might go. Uh, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's genuinely going. Oh, I really. Everyone says such good things about Mortal Kombat, but number eleven. You know, the Final Fantasy problem. Do you know what I mean? Where people are like, mm, but I won't yeah. know the story for thirteen. You know, like, well, hey, Mortal Kombat one. There's, there's like, there's, there's um, obviously there's callbacks because it ha- it, yes. it does call back. That's yeah, no, part it is of what a continuation, it is. but it's also a. It, it, but rebooting. it's like you don't need to know what happened no, no, in not, eleven. Not for this just, one, I don't think. You, you, it kind of explains it right at the start. But what I was quite impressed with is although they've got this story mode and as usual it's it's fantastic. Like, the thing that I don't know again if this is something that when you were reviewing it, you gave it 10 out of 10, go to goddessgeek.com and read that review. One of the things, and it's never really quite occurred to me before when playing this or Injustice, but this one it really stood out to me. The money they must have spent on the movie essentially that they've made because they have they've essentially made a movie where you play some of the well most of the fights yeah i've don't know why it's never stood out such before but this was like wow because it looks incredible i'd watch it like if they had just said oh by the way yeah i just i watch these as movies they're great like and and even even did that sort of do you know when you i'll tell you what here's here's a great comparison for you i recently watched the super mario brothers movie and I'm really late to that party. I know that. But one of the things that, you know, Chris Pratt's Mario, isn't he? And it's like, what's the voice going to be like? And and initially, because it's not the voice, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. And, but then you grow to it and it becomes the voice. And that's what happened to me with like Johnny Cage in this. Like initially the voice was like, this doesn't, I don't, I'm not sure I like this new Johnny Cage sort of act, the way he's acting and that. But then by the end of it, I love Johnny Cage, you know? And I think that it's it's just... It's really clever, but then, then on top of that, you have got the invasions thing, which is going to be seasonal, which I didn't, I'd, I'd heard about from yourself, but like I hadn't, I didn't quite get it until I played it, and like that's single player as well. Like there's, there's a, mm-hmm. it feels like a lot more content yeah. with a K, um, than, yeah, than like I, I can recall like that invasions thing. I, I was playing it, and I, I thought it was just his house. And then you finish that, and that's the tutorial, and there's all these that's other exactly bits. It's like, and it's like, yeah. wow, this is yeah. a lot. I could just keep playing this, um, and and you're progressing like the systems as well. It is. I think it's a very accessible fighting game as well. Like I think a lot of fighting games are nowadays and have to be accessible. I think that I think you know most games should be and are in some degree accessible. But what I mean is like this isn't a game. I think that you need to have masses of of history with fighting games because i think the input windows it it, it, it's different like lyle you mentioned street fighter and mk like for me i get what you're saying but for me they are literally like the other ends of the scale and i love them both exactly the things they do that the other one doesn't like i love that street fighter well now street fighter's done that inclusivity thing where you can um, modern controls um but with mortal kombat i love the fact that 
yes, there is enough depth there that you can learn, and and you probably would and should learn timings and like there's now these the cameo moves, and like one of the I think is it Chris is it a tutorial where they give you a a cameo thing where the one that flies across the top of the screen, so you knock them up in the air, she hits them, and then you can continue a combat, and that bit you do have to time. However, if you want to just go square, triangle, square, and that's one of the combos, it isn't like you have to visibly look at it on screen and go, right, hit, hit, hit. You just go bang, bang, bang on the controller, and it will just, it's registered those inputs, it will do those inputs. And I think that makes it quite accessible. Um, I fucking love this game. Like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think there was any way. If we, it, we probably don't do these lists at Game of the Year time. I don't think there's any way that I would have been like, well, in terms of sports or fighters, Street Fighter Six, blah blah blah. I didn't think Mortal Kombat could get anywhere, anywhere near it. And I'm not saying it, it beats it, but like, I didn't expect it to be as good as this because it, it, I expected it to be Mortal Kombat. But the cameo thing just adds. Again, I think it's really clever. There's characters that you can have as cameo fighters that aren't in the game to play as, like Frost. Um, is it Cyrax and Sector? Are they both cameos? Yes, yeah, Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade. You know. That's another thing that I thought was really interesting is that I, it didn't even occur to me until I finished the story. Sonya's not in this game. No. Uh, Jax is. No spoilers. Um, but that's good. No, no, that's what they, I mean. Like, you know, they're they not relying the on the, well. they ditched the, the kid characters. Cast, the, the main cast of yes. characters from the originals. Yeah. So like, like okay, Kano as well. The amount of reptiles in, in it or Rain. And these are characters that when like the first Mortal Kombat's were out, they were kind of bonus, almost joke unlocked. Like Ermac. The, you know the anagram of cream you mm. know you know i was half expecting tobias boone to pop up do you know what i mean like as as like all these and and jesus christ like I, we can't spoil it but what they do towards the end of the story <laughs> uh, mortal kombat 2 again acknowledge how stupid the conventions of the namings are here but mortal kombat 2 could be a ridiculous like they have I thought from hearing what I heard about this from you and from other things that Mortal Kombat One had opened up the door itself, or the end of Mortal Kombat Eleven had opened up the door to what they would go batshit with in Mortal Kombat One, and really it's actually Mortal Kombat One that the ending. <laughs> I yeah, we can't spoil, but you know what I'm talking about. Like it is, I don't know what they'll do next, but I've I've at least got a bit of a feel. Like is this game. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's really good. I sort of don't know what else to say about it. I mean, you, you, let's say you give it ten out of ten. I just like it. It was. It's what I want. It's what I want out of a fighting game. And it, it's it's always it's always the little things and just like the the campaign is a for for let's say new people are coming to play this the campaign's perfect because it, yeah. it gives you a chance to play through pretty much ninety percent. Of the characters, um, certainly the main ones that you probably would care about. The important I think. ones, yeah, yeah. And and whilst there are other fighters that that kind of have clear cut, like you have your your, your generic, not generic fighters, but your balanced fighters, and you have your yeah. fast fighters, and you have your like your big old, you know, hench fellas and females. <laughs> And then you, you so there's always different kind of, but this it's very nuanced in 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 the range of characters, but it's all about how you play with the mm. the move sets and and work out your own combos and 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 then 
which has always kind of been a thing with Mortal Kombat, but then they introduced the cameos to then extend combos even longer. So people that watch, you know, when you go online and you, you play a fighter and I did it in the beta because, you know, that was kind of all there was other than the tower. So I went online and there's people there who've clearly been there practicing <laughs> and you're like, I am rubbish yeah but then when you get time with it and you get time to see who you want to play as who you feel has a better combos i think people are going to come out of this with new favorites because there's a lot of good characters in this game 100 percent um and you'll get that taste through the um the campaign and then you've got the um invasions which they do so in invasions you can get certain characters where you'll you'll fight um, let's say, I don't know, reptiles there and you, you'll fight reptile. Then a couple of like stages later, you'll fight a reptile version where he'll have it, maybe have a different outfit and maybe he's got a different kind of elemental attack yeah. or elemental kind of affliction. And then you might fight a reptile who's been fused with another character. Yep. You know, that there's, there's all that. And then that goes across the whole cast and then, you can select whoever you want to take part in all of these fightings, and it kind of plays out on this big board game, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and you move from spot to spot, either taking on a challenge or going to a tower. There might be a tower there. You have to get there keys a... to unlock doors and so. Yeah, and, yeah. And there's like and talismans there's... that you can there's equip. Shops. And... Yeah, there's shops. Forges. Forges. Um, and it's it's just really entertaining. And I think just go back to the story. And I know this is like a multiplayer game as well. We're talking about the single player thing. Yeah. But this is where it's the best, you know? And I think the story, like it, the, the writing is, you don't expect, I don't know why, but I always seem fighting games not to have a lot of thought gone into the story. And like Street Fighter it, 6. It is weird, right? Because good when as you it think was, about it, they love... The story was pretty generic. And yes. Pretty, and the writing was just typical It was yeah. Capcom. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. In, in that, in Street Fighter sense, let's say, because yeah. no, there are fair. other Capcom games which are really good hint hints for later shortly um, yeah. but but the story is so well written and there's so many levels to it like there's the humor there's this, there's like because it's like the new like a new reality there's the bit really in it really close to the start where kung lao throws his hat yeah. at sub-zero but it's a straw hat so it just bounces off yeah and like, oh, that's... about it it's stupid um, but there's like loads of that. But then there's like those are kind of serious bits. There's like Kenshi, for example. Kenshi, like, Kenshi like, and Johnny Cage. Like, yeah, their yeah. bromance is the best thing well, about I just, it. I like Kenshi getting a bit more screen time in the modern games. Like I thought, it's just, it's just you mentioned the cameo stuff, and I, I think that's because when I first did the tutorials for that, I didn't realize that they all do different moves. I kind mm. of thought they'd all like, oh, here's a throw cameo and here's an air cameo. It blows my mind a bit that like because all you have to do is tap r1 for certain elements but they'll come on and do a different special move based on who you've got as a cameo character right and like it's very very different uh it's just it's just a lot going on and like the the micro transactions like talk i just want to mention them quickly Mm. there's barely any kind of it's like you go on to nba 2k for example (laughs) there's a barrier for progression every time it's horrendous and it will always be horrendous because they'll keep making money off it so why change it mortal kombat you're constantly earning currency and like you play for i don't know gone invasion 45 minutes you you then accumulated loads of like coin to go and spend at the dragon 
Forge or Dragon Altar or whatever it is. And then you unlock new, you could lock on new skins, artwork, gear, whatever. You can then go into the store and spend certain things. The the seasonal kind of currency that you unlock, the seasonal credits, I think they're called with a K. You can then go and unlock certain things to do with whatever season theme it is. So like, there's this there's, there's this the seasonal content which will keep people playing. I'll be going back every time. Then you've got I, we ain't even got any of the DLC characters yet, and there'll be more announced. Mm. There will be, but I'm getting Homelander for God's sake. Oh which, yeah, which is just incredible. I mean, Omni Man. He's gonna. You get and then you're getting right. Quan as well. You know, there's there's oh, there's, there's loads to come. Homelander's going to be of, violent, isn't he? I can't wait his, to see his fatality. Mm. I can't wait to see what it is because he's an absolute psycho. He's going to be, yeah. It's yeah. it's a, it's a wonderful game. Like, and, and uh, we've barely touched upon it, but like the the audio and and if you know if you're watching this, if it hit great great time to pimp this out. YouTube.com/slash God Is a Geek. We do this podcast live, and you can see some of the games in action. And like this game looks great. Mm. It looks great. Um. Yeah, but go and read the review. God is a geek, ten out of ten. Two fighters this year. Wow, that have absolutely gone above and beyond. Like, and there's still a Tekken. That's next year, though, isn't it? What is it? Yeah, yeah, that's early next year. They they did announce. Yep. <laughs> I honestly thought. Imagine, I was going to say no, that would be an amazing year. That would be too much for me. I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think I could cope. Because Tekken's another mm. one that kind of that that is almost like straddles the balance. In if they're on the scales, you need to put a third one in the middle for Tekken. Like they're, the, they're mm. yeah. anyway. We we're going to talk some more sport, but we're not going to do that immediately because it's a bit unfair on Lyle. So Lyle, what would you like to talk about? Oh, well, uh, we could just talk about like food or I'd, politics. All right. Which or, game would yeah. you like to talk oh, about? Oh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, well, but let's uh, go from you know. We were talking. Chris hinted at Capcom, so so let's go in back to the Resident Evil Four remake because there is a reason to go back to that now, and that is uh, it's separate way, right? Separate way is that what it's called? Suddenly, I've just lost it, it, that. It is, and I hate to derail you as soon as you start. I, it, Chris, are you eating a pork pie? <laughs> no, I don't. But you're on camera, <laughs> mate. I, I don't know what to say. You're on camera. I mean, I, I'm not the only one noticing this. I just wanted to casually eat a pork pie because I've not oh, eaten yet. So. Okay, no, nor have I. But I'm, I'm, apologies. Pork, I'm, no, it's fine. Pork Sorry. And pickle. Pork and pickle. Oh, pie. pork and pickle pies are good. Yeah. Uh, if you like food chat, yeah, go to patreon.com/slashcodisgeek nice. where you'll find a chopping That's board, good. the chopping board of food podcast. But but Lyle, sorry, Resident yeah, Evil Four separate ways. Separate ways. Yes, uh, which is basically it was in the original. Resident Evil 4 back on, you know, the GameCube and PS2 and Wii and all those places it branched out to every console ever after that. Um, and it was like a little mission where you played as Ada, fan favorite Ada, probably for lewd reasons. Uh, and she like had a little mission to try and save Leon. And it was one of those things where I definitely played it, but I basically don't remember anything about it. It was like a random extra thing that unlocks when you finish the game. I don't think I played it. Oh, okay. I thought I did, but start. I've only played the first two chapters. But playing these, I'm like, obviously I know the locations. Yes, yeah. but but I, I I'm like I don't think I. But then it's so this game looks so I, great and so new that I, I, don't, I don't know. And this is not really that in that that was right. Like this That's what I was going to ask. Bonus episode thing where it like I'd say it lasted. I mean, it's hard to remember. Because it's two again, hours I've from my research. 
Oh, the original, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the original. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, so it was like, it's just this, I remember doing it in like one session, it being, you know, quite fun, but this short little burst of playing as a different character and, you know, doing slightly different things. This is like its own separate, like, I'd say mini campaign, but I think over five hours, I don't know if we can call it a mini campaign anymore. It's like basically just a campaign, just an mm. extra campaign. Um, but yeah, you play as Ada and it sort of, it goes through the entire events of the game, essentially, as the, the main campaign as, as Leon, but just sort of seeing what Ada was doing at the time. And so, you know, you'll you'll be doing you'll you'll be, you know, doing some shady stuff in the background because Ada's a little bit of a shady character. And then like there'll be a bit where you suddenly see like through your in one of the cutscenes that Leon's fighting the villagers at the start of the game and you'll be like, Oh, that's what's happening at this point. And what's really cool about this game being so much shorter than uh, the sort of like main campaign is that they sort of do everything at a breakneck pace. So like you'll you go through basically all these areas. You go through, you know, the village, the castle, the island, the, the three main areas. But because you've got like a third of the time, it means you don't really see the same enemies for very long. It's not this like drawn out thing. And because you've mm. obviously played through the whole campaign, you're like, you're familiar with everything. So it's cool to just have that that rapid pace. You, you get money a lot quicker. You upgrade your weapons a lot quicker. But like it's yep. got all those elements. It's got all the upgrades. It's got requests from the merchant back again. Uh, oh so yeah, was so that so? Was that do... in the original? Do you remember? Because that no, was one of those things. I was like, I'm sure they didn't do this. No. If... So that yeah, wasn't that... in the original, and then yeah, right. they added it even I've for this a, bonus. I've got though. a question. If yes. that's all right. So Sorry. online on 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 the old twits or X or whatever it is, I've seen a clip of something from the from the DLC, and I can't remember this being in the original. The okay. hallway with the lasers. Yeah. Is that in the original? Is that actually a throwback that, to the film? The the laser scene was in the original oh. when you played as Leon, but they didn't bring it back for the remake, so they kind okay. of brought it back oh. for for um yeah, for this episode. Oh, that... And there's another few bits that is they it a fight? Is back. there a boss fight? There is a boss okay, fight. Okay, yes. because I, 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 I there did cut a boss fight I recall from the God almighty, we've yeah. picked a load of games deliberately to confuse ourselves, but Resident Evil Four remake, um there was a boss fight in a Cage, yeah, that yeah, sort of say. something like that, yeah. But there was a there was a missing boss fight essentially, right? But like, yeah, this this kind of like it takes some elements that were missing. It takes you back to a lot of familiar locations, like the hedge maze, for example, from mm. which you know is kind of like a very crucial, quite iconic moment in the story. That's there now, but because Ada is completely different, because Ada has a grappling hook, mm. she can she doesn't really have to navigate the maze. She literally just uses a grappling hook to go from one side of the maze to the other, so you don't have to like <laughs> navigate it properly. And that's like a, this really cool thing. The grappling hook alongside that can be used in combat. So whereas when you're playing as Leon, if you like stun an enemy, you have to run up to him and do a roundhouse. As Ada, you can melee attack from any distance so if you press a and you're on the other side of like a fucking massive path uh but you've happened to have stunned someone with your shot you'll grapple onto them and like do like the flying kick into them which mm. just means you basically never miss a melee attack which is so good amazing yeah mm. uh, and then i mean they've even got stuff like the little charms that you put on your bag yep. from the remake uh, there's one of those that uh can be unlocked later on where you can grapple enemy shields away from them so mm which is like ridiculously powerful like way like those shielded enemies are bastards so like stuff like that they've incorporated all these elements 
it's it's really cool there are some mm. there are some other like set pieces and bosses and stuff that i don't want to spoil but like there's there's a boss fight I think in this that should might end up on best moments or I'll oh, just try I'm and play it. <laughs> I, the, uh... Chris, like the thing is, right? Is I started I started playing it because I knew we were going to talk about it and I wanted to get a bit of footage and I thought I'll just do a bit of it and I played two hours. Well, not quite even, but it, the, the chapters are, s- are significant. Like, yeah. I, I thought that they they are a bit shorter. Like they are the the, cha- the are. actual chapters are like perhaps a, from my experience. Obviously, low you can. For the rest of the game but like if say let's say a chapter was an hour in resident evil 4 remake the chapters now are like maybe 30 to 40 minutes tops but it also depends how you play it like because i'm i'm sort of scouring like i found a bird's nest in chapter two on a roof like and that, that hmm. seems to be another thing you can do um like there's i don't know what that's related to because i didn't find any others and i haven't finished it but like i am i know what you're saying like that we are about to hit critical mass with October in terms of games but I the thing is is you, you boot this game up and you haven't played it since uh shit when so earlier this year yeah sometime February, March, February, March. Like that. and you boot it up and you start playing it and you're like oh my god I forgot I mean I didn't forget because I remember saying mm-hmm. we, we all agreed it was a 10 out of 10 but I did forget because it's feels like it's been forever and I'm not, I, yeah, like, I know you're joking, but it doesn't, I'm like, oh, no, I have to, I have to play more of this. Oh, you know, dreadful, what an awful thing that, it, like, it is, Um, I mean, I, I text Lyle at one point after a boss fight in Chapter 2, again, I think, where I was like, that boss can just F off. Like, it's one of, and, and it actually, it got me thinking about this, and I, me- I messaged you guys, like, there's, there's something about this game that I think it does so cleverly, when you... You almost stockpile all this ammo and goodies, and then you hit a boss fight. And the main game does this as well, and it rinses you of them. And at first, you're like, for God's sake! But it's designed to do that. It's, it's. I would love to interview yeah. whoever the whoever is responsible for that sort of system, if you like, because it's like I bet, I bet that yeah. there's some sort of bar that moves like this enemy has this much health but now actually because you've got so much more ammo, it's got more health. And like I, I bet there's some sort of moving bar there because like it's yeah, so clever sure. man it really is it's so cleverly done uh-huh and alongside that as well if you haven't played since launch you probably haven't played mercenaries which is another reason you should play this game because the mercenaries mode is amazing and they've just added two new characters to that to go alongside this as well so like it's just this whole extra mode that's like arcadey fun but they added kind of a lot more and like special abilities and stuff that makes it that makes it even cooler, and yeah, it's it's really, really good. I, I think this was released at a really good time for Game of the Year discussions to be like, hey, don't forget about us. Oh, we yeah, were really good, but right? Like, Start of the year. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but it also made me think, god damn, we're spoiled when it comes to games these days, aren't we? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> like, Resident Evil 4, as if that game wasn't good enough, the remake is ridiculously good, and then and like I say, playing this DLC now, like late September, it's like Jesus, this is good. It, it yeah, is, it's yeah. it's it's ridiculously good. I, and yeah, oh, and alongside everything else as well, should probably mention that it's seven ninety nine. Yeah. This DLC, like, it's not it's not expensive. This isn't a big. You're gonna be like paying like half a game again to get this. You yeah. It's like it's ridiculously well priced. It's it's not something I normally really like mention 
massively no, in a good. review like that, but at that price, I was like, I do have to say, that's really fucking uh, good. I would also add to that, like, I don't know, like, Capcom are on some streak at the moment because even Exoprimal, and mm. I know none of us are raving about Exoprimal, but it is a good and well made game. But that RE engine is something else. Now, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't speak to this game, but I will say, make sure you're subscribed and you can actually go and read a, a preview of, of Sean's hands on time with Dragon's Dogma 2. We'll have a video of that soon with some new footage that we captured. Um, but even that, I, I didn't play it. I, I just saw it, and it's like that damn engine is um it, it, <laughs> that engine's unreal. That's a, that's not quite what I meant because that engine isn't real. <laughs> it's the RE engine, and it's like every game they make in that engine, like wow. Anyway, um, Lyle, this game we like to shine ga- lights on smaller games as well. We do. So, how do you say this name's game? This game's name. Uh, I say 30XX because it's like yeah. a it's a year it's like a pun yeah. on the Mega Man 2000X 20XX like year that those games are supposed to take place in. Uh, but yeah, 30XX is uh, it is Mega Man X, so like the Super Nintendo series if it was a roguelike. So it is basically you can play as one of two characters and one of them as a shooty gun and one of them as a lasery sword uh so you know like the two Mega Man characters from those games uh and you basically you go on roguelike runs so like there are random levels that have all these randomized pieces like it has the the amount it feels like Mega Man is kind of wild like it's got like there'll be some stages that are like anti-gravity where you'll be on the roof or won't be on the roof which is always something i associate with with Mega Man. they'll have like vanishing platforms and all those like elements you'll expect but then alongside that you'll you know you'll be playing and you'll suddenly collect some sort of uh like you'll you'll do a little challenge room where it's like don't take damage and you can pick a really cool upgrade and then you'll suddenly have an upgrade where you don't get damaged by spikes three times every level so you don't have to worry about that or you'll get an upgrade where you'll start like vampiring health off enemies every time you shoot you you, you hurt them so or, you know and you, then you'll you'll face these massive boss fights which are fucking mental but like because this is a Mega Man game essentially or like a Mega Man inspired game the boss fights are like you'd expect them to be ridiculously hard and you know they are still very hard but they do this clever thing where they have like little danger indicators wherever an enemy a boss is going to like fire at so you kind of have stand a chance on your first try instead of having to learn all these patterns and shit which you really would in you know a, a more stationary game where you actually have extra lives and shit so you can kind of experiment with that um and it's just like it's really really good like at this point in the year it made it onto my top 10 and i can't pretend it will definitely be there you know after fucking october or you know after catching up on a few other games but for any game to be this year to be making a top 10 like it has done something very right and i'm a i'm a huge Mega Man fan like unashamed like massive Mega Man fan like before i was before i was playing every game i could for reviews and to keep up with what was you know the latest shit like playing old Mega Man games would be something I do all the fucking time. So this appeals massively to me and it's just, it's like infinite forever Mega Man and it's got co-op and it's got community levels and it's, it's, it is as much infinite Mega Man as you can have. And it feels just like those games. So if you're a big fan of Mega Man, I've said the word Mega Man so much, Mm. it's lost all meaning. But if you are, if you are a big fan, if you are a mega fan of Mega Man, the game for you. That's pretty good. I'm going to write that down. Mega fan 
of Mega Man. That's pretty good, Lyle. Um, I, I didn't like it for obvious reasons. Um, no, you didn't because you don't like Mega Man. <laughs> no, no. And, you, no. and you you read my review and were like, oh, but I probably should. Like, I, I like to I like yeah. the sound of this a bit. And, you know, you, you've rated it really highly. And then you played it and you were like, oh, I, fuck, it's Mega Man. I don't like that. I do like <laughs> how it sounds. I like how it looks. And I like the idea of it. And I do yeah. actually think it's not... It's. I don't hate it like I... I do. I really don't like the Mega Man series. It's one of the few series out there that I just don't like. Like I would, mm-hmm. point blank, not play one for review. It wouldn't be fair on the game, to be completely honest with you as well. Um, aside from the fact it wouldn't be fair on me, uh, it's it's just, I, it it, it does it, it's it's definitely close enough to Mega Man that I get it. I get it a hundred percent. But it's also I yeah. do think it's a bit more responsive and a bit more modern. If that. Yeah. Like it's not quite I as harsh to control. It is more modern. It feels like a, a new video game. That's I think what I'm trying to say. But I, yeah, yeah, and I get it. I if you like Mega Man, I would. Yeah, now I'm doing it. Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man, mm-hmm. Mega Man. Crikey! Uh, one more game this week, Chris. We won't do this. We won't talk for long. But EA Sports FC 24 is out now. If you pay for the expensive version and 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 not and it's out this week. If you don't. Um, or you want to do a trial? I just wanted to briefly mention it because, like, I think it's a really, really good game of football. Like, I do, I totally get that there are elements of it. They will refine over time. Like, there is this, there's some, there's some debug text and stuff in there still. Like, but they'll patch that within a week, I would have thought. And for everything else, you know, like playing a lot of career mode recently, I get why. They, you know, you can have the cutscenes. Well, yeah, I, knew, I know you know because you reviewed it, Chris. You know, you have the cutscenes of like transfers and when a, a player leaves or signs and all that. I kind of wish they'd just get rid of that. I hate it because uh, <laughs> when 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 they first were gonna do it, you're like, yeah, no, great, more immersion. But when they actually did it, you're like, don't do it like that. It's like, just the same, like it's the same bloody people yeah. at every club and <laughs> the same people at every training ground. But. But like, I think I made the joke last year about how when you sign, sell someone, either whether it's a transfer on loan or a transfer for good, they kind of they're escorted out of the club, kind of with their clutch bag at their front, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, and it's like it's such, and they're sort of like, oh, you know, like they're walking out all sad. It's like, mate, you're 19 and you're going on loan to a city for a, you're coming back. That's why I've loaned you because I want you're in the, you know what I mean? It's like you're not going for good. You're coming back, but you're not. And 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 I, they it's still got some weird stuff in it. Like I had um, I started a Liverpool career mode, and and um, I I converted this new player to a right back, playing in the same position as Trent Alexander Arnold, a player I'm sure that Lyle you've heard of yourself. Um, Big fun, yeah, yeah. And but the thing, <laughs> thing was right is I I dropped him for a cup game, like you wouldn't like like happens in real life. Of course it does, yeah. yeah. And then Trent Alexander Armstrong got pissed off with you. Well, no, he said to, Arnold, he came sorry. to me and goes, "Oh, I've read everything they're saying about me in the press. Please give me another chance." It's like it was against fucking Millwall, mate. Like I didn't want it's you get stupid. It, you're it an important stupid. player. I didn't want you getting your leg snapped against Millwall. Like I, 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 I and like it, it still does that stuff. And it's like I think they they either need to address that or drop it. And the, the reason I'm starting with a negative is because actually on the pitch, this is. I oh, so good. Like at first, I wasn't sure. Like I was like, does this feel different enough? Have they done the safe thing of well, we we can't call it FIFA, but we don't want to spend billions on it because it's a new a, inverted commas new franchise. Um, 
I think it plays a really good game of football on the pitch. I, I think, I think I, the yeah. um the was it last year hypermotion got introduced or the year before? It might have been the year, but I'm not sure actually. But I, but like when it got, I remember when it got introduced and you play it and you're like, yeah, the replays are slower and they've got stats on the screen. It's like yeah. does did it did it feel massively massively different? But I I, I mean thank thank you to the person who pointed this out on uh, on social media. I appreciate it that I mentioned the word I say the word realistic quite a bit in the review. Mm-hmm. But it's not realistic because you have like, whatever, right? It is realistic in the sense that when you are playing as the big boys or the big girls, yes. there is a there is a massive difference from playing as like like Brighton versus uh, uh, Derby Luton. or someone. Luton, yeah. So there 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 are a lot of differences. There are a lot of animations, and it, it, it you know, but when you're playing as like Real Madrid, for example. Um, or or uh, PSG, Bayern, Barcelona, whoever's got like the st- the big stars in the team, they all have play styles. Yep. And I remember when I tried out this for the first time because I just dived straight went straight for a career with Brighton in the career mode. Um, and then I went and did some friendlies and whatnot. And Real Madrid playing Real Madrid against I can't remember Man someone I say it in the review, but the different play styles of the different like there's obviously certain players for Real Madrid who have got more attuned to certain skills in real life. Like you've got Vinicius on the wing, who's like a demon on that ball. Like there's the speed, the pacing, the way you can take on defenders like that. Like that, that felt amazing. Jude Bellingham's control and like, like technique in, in the middle of the park. Um, he can take on players, but he's very keen eye for passing. Um, there's just every kind of player has, a different play style when you're playing as a team with different players that all have these abilities it feels like a different game and that that if, if you're going online you're not going to be going online and playing as like bloody Luton and i or brighton really you'll be playing as these teams you're playing yes. as Bayerns and reals so the the matchups that you're going to get are going to be great because everyone's going to attune themselves to that team with those players play against another team from around the world who will be focused on another kind of squad and you get some really good good games and i yeah it, just, it feels incredible it, it is realistic in the sense it pays attention yeah to real world players skills and like on top of their stats you then have these play styles which boost them even further like harland and obviously everyone bangs on about harland in ea sports fc 24 because he is the best striker in the world. He is, for me, he's the best striker in the world. And his power and accuracy and speed as well, like it all factors into his shots and like his his power shot kind of play style. Anyone can take a power shot by pressing the two shoulder buttons down and shoot. Mm-hmm. But he does it a lot quicker with a lot more power. And you can, you know, it's just it's amazing. I, I, I think it, it really feels like they've paid attention to the nuance of the high-level game. Now, I understand if people feel aggrieved by that and wish that there was more attention to the lower leagues and I totally get that but like you miss time a tackle and they drop the shoulder and they're gone and with pace and you're not going to get back in and and that's that feels quite new to me like you know you you have to I think it makes it a more patient defensive game in that respect but also like there are players it Mo Salah I talked about Liverpool that Mo Salah in this game 
You do not want him to cut inside on his left foot because he has the playstyle plus for finesse shot and he will fucking put it in the corner of the back of the net. Like you, And that's real life. I'm not saying this is like real life one to one, but like in real life, the second he drops a shoulder and goes towards the box with a little bit of a side on angle, everyone watching the TVs, watching him doing it, knows he is going to try and curl that into the top corner. And this, that is exactly what you do in FC24 with him. And that is a, that's the example I would use. But like I think there are, you know, the, there's passing, there's defensive ones. Like there's because what they said to me when they did the, the preview presentation stuff was that the playstyles what they do is they add animation levels to the players so there's like a base level, level of defensive animation and i noticed this again playing a liverpool career with van dyke um so he like he will jump over almost lean on and jump over people to head the ball and that is part of the like playstyle plus the extra the additional animations um, yeah, no, I don't want to sort of dwell on it for too long, but I just did want to give it a shout out because it is a big game and it is, for whatever you might think about the, mo- like, they need to address things like pro clubs still need to, Volta, it, it, it... like, Volta's <laughs> annoying because me and my, me and Evie play Volta all the time and we played it all the time in 23. They've hardly touched it. it. They haven't touched it. No. It's exactly the same. Yeah. The same arenas. So, no, no mode but other my, than my, kick off. My instinct would be there that they have they have the the the, the data of how many people play that, and I, I get imagine that. it's. I'm I not saying that. that's right. A couple of new arenas. Not, yeah, just something. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I don't, pro clubs is now like cross play. There's a. I mean, you can actually go and read features on God as a Geek for, that show. Yeah, yeah. You know, that what's changed in that. Um, there's still there's still a ways to go. There is, but like for a, for a first new. For this, I think it's it's just. And what matters to me is that these games you end up playing hundreds and hundreds of hours of them, and like the menu system isn't perfect. Cool, you know, there's all that stuff. But what matters is how it feels when you're playing the actual football part of it, and that's really, 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 really satisfying and good for mm. me this year. Um, and on that note, we can move on to Chris White's listener correspondence with the normal jingle, but yeah. It's time. It's time. Chris Hyde. So, listener correspondence, Mr. Adam Cook, you off first, and these are okay. all from Mick. So, thank you for that. I think we've answered some of these already, but we'll go okay. through them anyway. Um, have you tried cross progression in Cyberpunk 2077 yet? Uh, not not since they updated and all that. I did I did originally transfer a save from PC like good old games GOG to PS5. I think that at the time you could only do that and it worked fine. I don't I haven't no I haven't. I'm afraid. Not okay, okay. Version, sorry. So that's a short answer, but no, it's all right. And then should you start Phantom Liberty directly from the early parts or do it after beating the main story of the base game? Well, I, I see. I'm quite early on in my save on PS5, like four or five hours in. And it just says to me that I have to go off and kind of says something like become a legend of Night City. So I think there must be some stuff you have to do some stuff before you can just get into it. But like I don't know. I I, I mean you probably could answer that better. I, I just do it when you want, I guess. I mean yeah. I I read on I think it was on Twitter someone who worked on it said you can go in from the start of the like the menu, or there's like a very early mission um, where you have to meet a certain character, and as soon as you've done that. You can go and 
you get the mission from Songbird that pops up on your phone. Yeah, maybe I, I think there is a that. way for you to get there pretty early, but yeah, but just if if I were you, just enjoy playing the main game and let yeah. it happen naturally. Yeah, because it it will specify as well that it's a Phantom Liberty mission, so you'll know when it is. But it's someone called Songbird. She'll pop up, and then um, that's where it starts. There you go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so I do you like Starfield more or less than Fallout Four? I like starfield more than fallout 4 would you like care to elaborate uh, I, I, I just there's a lot more about it that feels modern and like fallout 4 felt very much like fallout 3 only they added the base building stuff which i've many times said is not my cup of tea and starfield i know it has all that but like it really so far i've played I've, i'm into double digits like i'm 13 14 hours maybe 15 N- none of that um base building or even starship building stuff feels like it, it's thrown you know you really have to do it it's just like if you want to you can um like you could probably make more money like if i was making outposts and stuff and mining i could make more money and i could get a better starship but like it doesn't feel like it's essential at the moment whether it does or not i don't know but like yeah i just i feel like starfield is a they're very similar games but starfield certainly feels more freer than it doesn't sort of force you to do anything you can kind of do what you want and so i prefer starfield in that respect fair enough um, and then finally, what do you, <laughs> what do you dot 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 loading want to see dot 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 loading fixed in Starfield dot 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 loading patches? I mean, obviously that, but I don't think that's <laughs> going to come very quickly. I think I'd rather they did focus on making it a more immersive experience and like, so you know, Bethesda games. Lyle, how much did you play of Starfield? Like a couple of hours, okay. like I got, I got a little bit bored, unfortunately. But, you, but you're familiar with the, the the games that they make, is what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've played loads of Skyrim, yeah. and Fallout. So you, you, know, you, you know, you walk up to someone in first person or, or third, I guess, if you're a, a, a heathen. Weirdo. And, yeah, you walk up to someone <laughs> and then you press the interact button, and the camera will change to sort of frame the person you're speaking to, mm-hmm. the character. Um, and that's you know that's fine that's kind of a hallmark of Bethesda game studios but what what shouldn't be is like when you'll find someone just randomly naked behind you or your character your your <laughs> or like or, or you might find your companion just walking into a wall or half in a wall and like I'd rather they fix that sort of stuff you know to I feel like that's quite uh, traditional Bethesda game studios. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be. Happened. It shouldn't be, though, should oh, it? Oh, I don't know about that. That's quite fun. <laughs> but I I'd, I'd like that um I don't know. I do. I mean, it's not really a patches of fix. As I said the other week, they did mention they had heard people talking about cities and planet maps. Oh yeah. I, I really would like them to be. Well, I'd like them to exist. Um, but like, I don't think. I there there. No, I'm like. I would like to see some of the loading fix. Like there are. I understand the object permanence is an issue, but I do think that there are certain areas that are like always the same when you walk through the door. And I feel like they should load quicker on a Series X, but yeah. Um, so kind of that, but mostly immersion stuff. I'd rather they fix that stuff. Um, Chris, yeah. your question's next, so I'll ask them. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you tried Mortal Kombat 1 on Switch? No. <laughs> okay. And I, um, I won't. No. I'm like, I, I, when I wrote my review and I played, uh, they all came out and whatnot. It was like, yeah, people seem to love this. And then there's that one picture of um, Melina and her face. is It's so awful. And like Johnny Cage's, so I've not actually played it, so I don't know how bad it is. But from these screens I've seen, it's like, yeah, I think they've dropped a bit of a clangor with it. But like, I haven't played it, so I don't know. 
I don't think I'd want to. I wouldn't. Are you when a game you know a game is that good visually? Why would you play it on the Switch? If, unless it's your only option, which in which yeah, case yeah, 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 to be better yeah, yeah. and fair enough. Yeah. But um, sticking with Mortal Kombat One, what do you want to see added to invasions later on? That's a tricky one. Um, I'm kind of content with what they do in the mode in terms of the variety of of fights. Because um, you you do get one on ones, but you also get those where you have to take on three enemies at a time with just your one character and their health bar. And I like the towers. I'd like maybe themed seasons. So when it gets to Christmas, <laughs> have a Christmas theme mode where you can you can earn like Santa outfits for Sub Zero and stuff. See now you've kind of made me want them put John McClane in the game with a Santa hat on. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd and be the insane. The ho ho ho. Yeah, that's a great oh, idea. Good. Yeah, uh, is Mortal Kombat one? This is tough, right? Because the game's not been out that long, and I uh, maybe you're not like me, but I always need a bit of time before I say things like this. But it's your question: Is Mortal Kombat one your favourite fighter of all time? No, no, but like, if you were to pick my favourite fighter of all time and put it next to this. Mortal Kombat 1 is infinitely better, but for the time that the games were played, <laughs> like back in... So I'm a bit of a weird one with my favourite fighter. Like, I should say Super Street Fighter 2, because that, at the time on the Mega Drive, that... But I really love a game called Eternal Champions. Okay. I have heard of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of when I... Back when I played it, I, I was obsessed with it, and it was it was not... Like, looking back now, the characters are so stupid. <laughs> but that's... I thought you were going to say something it... like Clay Fighter or... I, I was waiting for no. Clay Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> no. There's that Jurassic Park one where you were different dinosaurs. That looked oh, dreadful. God, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, There's been it... a lot of weird fighting games yeah, over the years. I would say <laughs> Super Street Fighter 2 is my favourite fighter bar Eternal Champions, if no one's ever heard of that. Okay. Um... I'm going to add something to this question because I want to know the answer as well. But the question is, will you be playing Assassin's Creed Mirage? And my addendum is, and are you excited to? What are your thoughts about that? Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I will be playing it. Um, but I am massively excited for it because I think Valhalla I put in 80 hours. And, and since it released, though, that's dipping in and out over the course of two years. So and I don't do that with games. I don't if I if I get like if I haven't played a game for a while, I don't I'm like well, I'm not gonna go back. Yeah. But there was something same. about Valhalla that kept drawing me in and like it felt like I'm not I'm not saying it is the Witcher, but it felt like the Witcher in the way it did its it it felt free. You weren't like tied to going from quest yeah. to quest. It was very open. Um and obviously Vikings are always fascinating and that world is fascinating um and the history as well they incorporated a lot of viking history which is really interesting and a lot of it's not out there it's not fact because they didn't write anything down so a lot of it is done through like what the saxons had at the time and, and through their records so you're kind of just so it, it allowed them to be a bit more creative a bit more free it incorporated some of the norse mythology but anyway we're not talking about Valhalla. <laughs> mirage i'm looking forward to play it because it looks like it's stripped back a lot and I kind of want that. I want it to be back to when you were out high air in like the very first um, where you had stuff to do, but it was a bit more streamlined. I'm looking forward to have 
one city. So the city is Baghdad, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know a lot about this game. I sort of this one of the very few big games. I'm like I until I play it, I don't know what mm. to expect from it. Well, if I'm being completely honest, I've tried not to look at it too much. C- kind I of want to same. kind of yeah. just play this, but yes, 100. Looking forward to it. I love Assassin's because Creed. Because I, I, I love would what love it looks like. I'm looking forward to that stripped back approach where you're not kind of overwhelmed by all these collectibles and everything. I'd and love can... that. I'd love an Assassin's Creed to make me feel the way like two did, and 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 four. Mm. Black Flag as well was Black terrific. Flag masterpiece. But, yeah. But as soon, but after they went to, I know never get them around the right way. But Odyssey and all those ones after they went like properly Origins huge, and Origins. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. It, I again, I would not play them and go. These are bad. They're good games, but they're just like. It, they are those games where when when I start them a few hours in I'm like there's just no way and and it mm-hmm. makes me sad because I'm enjoying it but it's just like there's just no way and it'd be yeah. really nice to finish an Assassin's Creed game again because I loved that series yeah, like I yeah. was even one of those that was like I kind of am invested in the real world shit I know mm. I shouldn't be I know it's crap and I know it's like the they had the weird Danny Wallace and you know and all that stuff and they all looked a bit uncanny valley and i know it was weird and i know it was bad but like i was kind of weirdly invested in it and mm. i kind of love to feel that way again yes no because it's become it's, assassin's creed has become almost analogous analogous to like call of duty in terms of it's, it's always there isn't it every year it's there so but yeah but back to you anyway because lyle's question yeah yeah no worries so lyle how's your boulders gate uh <laughs> playthrough going um it's going good i'm not that far really in the grand scheme of things because it's a fucking massive game but i really 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 like that game i think like i i think everything about all the different characters is amazing i think like i pretty much every character i've met i've loved in some way i think the combat is sublime i love how like as someone who hasn't played D before but knows sort of a decent amount from like listening to like actual play podcasts and stuff like that like i love how that's all incorporated and i'm like it's it's a game where every time i manage to find time to play it because it's sort of like squeezing it among other things i think like holy shit like i need to make more time for this and mm-hmm. i mean i still haven't yet i'm in act one i think i've mentioned on the discord recently i'm, I'm still in act one and realistically that could mean anything from like two hours into 40 hours in or whatever but i am in act one and you are playing uh, yeah I am playing it. I am playing it and I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a game that, uh, as long as I keep playing it, will be one that is talked about a decent amount at the end of the year. And I hope that Adam and Chris Hyde have a better time playing it if they find more time to do so for that well, reason. I noted I, that you uh, didn't say which year. You just said at the end of the year when you finished it and played with it. So it could be 2027. Okay. So. It could. It maybe it will think, be, but it would be weird. I think it's a tragedy that we're not. I mean, we're we're a small site, aren't we? We don't have a lot of like time to play all these games. But I think it'd be an absolute tragedy if we don't all have a good amount of time with this game because everybody yeah. raves about it. The reviews but... across the board have been so good, and I feel mm-hmm. it, it'd just be a shame not to have a proper discussion about it. But I don't know how that's going to be possible. But the, I, the, I, the yeah, trouble is, like time. doing what we do, you're playing games in advance. Right, mm, so yeah. so the release date in it, it, as let's say for the, the, a game is a week or two weeks or more if you're lucky before the real release date. So when a game like Baldur's Gate three comes along that is massive, and they give you code not ahead of time, it create for me it created like um 
an artificial barrier because it's like I'm yeah. still in that world where we are playing. Not, I'm not trying to be brag or bragging. I'm mean, that is how it works. Obviously, to play mm. a game for review, you have to play the game. Um, so it it was kind of like just dropped into an ocean. If if it, I th- honestly think if it had been sooner, it wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Um, so, Lyle, next question. <laughs> yeah, for the for the for the for the non-video people, Lyle's just had to leave the room. So, have you I've got a question? Have, yeah, go on. I've got a quick question. I'm going to ask him the next the next one. How do I say this? Because I've dis, never dis, known. Well, uh, it's Disgaea. Disgaea. Yeah, Disgaea Seven. Yeah. yeah. Right, because I've never known how to live in say it. My question to you is: Have you played any more Baldur's Game of the Year Three? Because you're a big D and D fan, oh, I am a big D and D fan, and no, I think the the tricky thing for me is it's on PC. So to put hundreds of hours in on a, and any, I know like this is a really like pathetic thing, but I'd rather I just want to sit on a sofa and play a I'm game for tens of hours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't didn't get know. this big I, sitting upright on a. You know. Yes, exactly. I, I just something like this. I want to just chill out, get comfy put some time in but i don't know how that's gonna happen it might do it might do but um i mean it looks it looks absolutely amazing and i have put in about about seven or eight hours mm. and i love what they've done with it like it, it, it is D to a, just to a fault everything about it is spot on and like it there's so much kind of risk and reward you're not guaranteed a victory in battle just because your stats are better there's a lot of dice rolls and, and at the end of the day that's why people love dungeons and dragons because you never guaranteed success it's all about the tactics you implore or like that kind of thing and like that that falls falls through to like the the conversation you're having it um how, how you interact with people it all depends on dice rolls and it's I just, it is amazing but we'll see why don't you ask me Lyle's questions? Let's see how we get on with that. Not, go on, then. Oh, he's, he's just oh, coming he's back. back. But go on. Uh, I've already forgot how you pronounce it. So. Disgaea. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So the next question, then, as he <laughs> plops his headphones in. This is going to be really weird for those. He can hear. He's giving us a thumbs up. Go on. So you can, that, I, do you know what? Before we continue, because I'm not going to cut this all out. Chris, <laughs> what a guy. You... Phil, we you, you didn't know how long he was going to be gone, and you actually somehow oh. filled the like perfect amount. Wow! So I don't know what a fucking professional. What are the lottery Jesus. numbers this week, Chris? Please, because like, okay. <laughs> what are the lottery numbers? Um, so your next question, Lyle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did you try the Disgaea Seven demo? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> so sorry about that i assume because he thinks i'll probably be reviewing disgaea 7 that he's trying to get me to talk about it but i don't know how far the demo goes so i can't risk any of that shit really right like (laughs) that's not worth it veto that question yeah but like i'll talk about that game at some point in the future probably yeah Yeah. um what are you currently playing for non-work reasons on steam deck and switch um, I, I think this is much... a trap. I think this is a trap based on the next question. Okay, but please it's continue. Pretty much, it's pretty much only Vampire Survivors on Switch. I think the only non-review game I'm playing on either of those consoles right now, yeah, is I do go back to Vampire Survivors 
pretty regularly just sort of between games if i've got a free like half hour or so recently bought the two dlcs for the switch version because i haven't played any of them and uh, then once i'd bought the dlcs realized there was still so much to do in the base game so i still haven't really done anything with them but they're there and it's a game that i'll probably play sort of forever it's kind of this nice balance between yeah. just like mindless almost when you get to some points but also kind of twitchy at some points and it just it's it's an easy one to be my kind of zone out game almost i forget if i told you or just mentioned on the discord but it blew my mind when we went to uh, london to play dragon's dogma 2 and sean who was driving us as a tesla and oh i think you did say yeah you can play vampire survivors on it and and cuphead but like it just was like (laughs) has technology gone too far (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No. Like it's, no, not far enough, some would say. But yeah, mm-hmm. blew my mind. Um, final question then. Final Fantasy 16, when? Uh, I mean, before the end of the year, hopefully. Is this the same as the year that I'm finishing Baldur's Gate 3? I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, we... But they're, they're kind of my two big games that are currently out that I want to like do as good a job of seeing them through as possible that like i haven't played yet they're the two where i think if i'm kind of just saying for certain games like for example i'll say like a lies of p or a mortal Kombat one where they're not really my genres so i'm like there's not that high a chance that i'll fall in love with them and when i have as limited time as there is like the ones i think i have a decent chance of being like these could be in my personal top 10 these could be ones i really want to fight for in the podcast like they're the two that are on my list and i'm like i'm a bit it's a bit unfortunate that they're both incredibly long fucking games isn't it but... i'd completely forgot it came out <laughs> this I honestly mad. this game of no, the year first time since i've done it i feel we're gonna have such different lists i think some, yeah. some will be towards the top but i don't think i don't think anyone's gonna have the same number one I can see that. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the trouble is with that is every time anyone mentions this, they sort of say similar things, and that just makes me sort of go, I've got to edit all that. <laughs> like, <and it's> like, <laughs> every time, like, I appreciate, I respect and love that people are excited <laughs> for it, but I just keep going like, oh, Christ, though, like, yeah, I know. It's going to be really good, isn't it? Like, it's, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be really good, smiling, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think there's a, there's a, is that, that that's the end of list of current i've got one more question just okay unrelated to games but i'm just curious right. to know if anyone's heard the new blink 182 song yes and no. thoughts i like it a lot it's really good it reminds me of uh i miss you yeah um yeah they're both really good all three of the songs they've released are really good just, I, i've just got made, i've got maybe happy it's really weird. I like the fact that oh god, I'm going to mess this up. New, new, new old Blink One Eighty Two sounds like old old Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. Rather than sounds like the new the old new. Fuck it, now it's gone. I know what you're saying. This Blink One Eighty Two reminds you of the Cheshire Cat, Buddha, Enema of the State phase. Yeah, like rather it's, than it's, the it's, neighbourhoods it's, just yes, before yes. Tom left phase. Exactly that. It's melodic and tuneful, but still there's something there like a bit of mm. yeah. um yeah. That was all. I should have just let you describe I, it. I fucking hate Blink-182. Oh, Sorry. That's <laughs> fair enough. You're allowed. You're allowed. No, he's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I'll stop. Someone's got to say play the jingle for me to play it. It's the rules. Can I say it? I, I think you should. It. I mean, I don't really think you should. 
Adam, play the jingle. And that is the end of episode 533. Uh, if you did enjoy this, you can follow us on YouTube. YouTube. Well, basically, the easiest thing to do is to just put God is a Geek into your search engine and then add whatever you want to follow us on, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. That's probably... Or Spotify. You can find us on Spotify if you, if you don't... Because, you know, I'm not someone who watches video visual podcasts. So I like to listen on headphones. And if you're one of those people, then get other, you, whatever podcasts app as well, you'll find us on as well. So that's easy. Thank you to Chris White and Lyle Carr for being here. And um, do come back. Well, I was going to say come back next week. No, normally we do this on like a Thursday live on the down low. And then it goes away for anyone who's not a Patreon. Patreon.com slash God is a geek. And then comes back live on a Monday. Um, but this is Monday because of scheduling and my ass, as we mentioned before. And so <laughs> what that actually means is that you're getting a double dose in theory, as long as nothing goes wrong and my ass holds up, which is <laughs> a key, key thing. We will be doing another podcast. Uh, I think we're doing Friday this week. Uh, again, um, yes. So there's a bit of a bit of a gap and the chance to actually play some stuff to talk about. So we'll be back Friday live. But again, it will go vanishes it vanishes into the ether um it doesn't it just goes unlisted for a bit and then comes back on the monday when it goes live so this is that'll be next week's podcast but you can catch it early on on youtube and twitch otherwise get a patreon.com slash god is a geek that's three times now i've mentioned that go do that for a pound or a dollar you can get that podcast early every week apart from this week so it's probably a bad week to do it actually advertising <laughs> that and now i think about it but i've done it and that's that so thank you very much for listening or watching or Maybe there's a transcription somewhere. I doubt it. But that would be weird. Don't do that. And we'll speak to you next week or this week, I guess, or whenever you choose to listen. Bye-bye for now.